0: When were the... What
1: schools... Who decides what the next... Where's that story? Why they keep the loop... What is this? It's Curious City.
0: Where WBEZ answers your questions...
1: About Chicago, the region, and its people.
0: Hi, I'm reporter Liz Stanton, and today we're talking signs. Those colorful paper signs that hang in grocery store windows, that is... If you've lived in Chicago for any stretch of time, you know the ones. Big, fat letters and bright colors. They beckon you from the street to scoop up juicy limes, sweet strawberries, or whatever's on sale this week. The signs look basic, even handmade. That's one reason they fascinate Kathleen Rooney. I'm the kind of person who is attracted to something that seems like it was made by another person and not just cranked out by a machine. Kathleen takes epic walks across the city and passes sign after sign, She wants to know who makes them. When I'm walking around the city and I see one of these Chicago-style paper signs, I imagine the person or set of people who made it, and I wonder how they learned to make them, why they do it in that style. We'll get to the bottom of this, and hopefully make that connection between the signs and their makers. To start, a clarification. The signs you see at big-name grocery stores like Jewel or Mariano's are usually large-format digital prints. But the signs at small, independent grocery stores that Kathleen's talking about? If you look close enough, you'll see the real-deal paint marks. But again, who makes them? And in this digital age, why make them by hand? For answers, I hit Devon Market, a bustling, independent grocery store in Rogers Park store manager Moses Milan clears up something right away. The store does not paint its own signs. He orders them from a father and son team. Most weeks, Milan orders 15 signs for about $100.
1: It makes the store feel more family for the customers. It's part of us. It's part of the family owned tradition.
0: And Milan says the signs distinguish his market from chain stores.
1: It's just a a nice things you do out there because it just catches at people's attention. And it's just um, being a just a family-owned store. It's, we, we don't want to seem like we're really sophisticated and we just want to keep it old school.
0: Milan says they work. People ask about the deals promoted by the signs. And he likes supporting a small business owner. These are small businesses serving small businesses. The guy who paints signs for Devon Market didn't want to be interviewed. So Kathleen and I head to a different shop. Southwest Signs sits a block from Midway Airport. The storefront is proudly plastered with bright paper signs advertising, you guessed it, paper signs.
1: Hi. It's not so fancy place. <laughs> Come on in, Carol. Oh, yes. Nice Hi. to meet you. Nice. Kathleen. Yeah.
0: Carol Camba and her husband Dan run and own Southwest Signs, along with Carol's brother, Chuck Wilmarth, and his wife, Wendy. Dan and Chuck learned to paint signs from the shop's former owner back in the 1980s. We head to the back of the shop to see the craft firsthand. Right away, the heavy scent hits you and reminds you of the company's roots. Paints and brushes are stacked up on a counter covered with technicolor drippings. And two long tables stretch along the length of the shop with a roll of white paper at the end. Chuck is hard at work on about five signs in various stages. He explains one key to a good window sign.
1: One of the first things I learned was if a car is going down the street 30, 40 miles an hour, what do you want them to read? What do you want them to see? It's not all the little lettering. It's they want to see milk, $1.99. The painting process is simple,
0: but precise. They cut the paper and then add fat, squiggly strokes of color to create an open frame. Then they add the item and the price. Chuck says they're known for their clean brushwork and their colors.
1: The Chicago sign technically is chromatic colors. So it's the yellow, blue, red, green. But in recent years, you know, we can get fluorescent colors now.
0: Something else has changed in recent years, too. Paper signs had been the company's bread and butter. But these days, only about 10% of their signs are painted by hand. They make the rest on their own large-format digital printer. Chuck and Dan say their painting experience translates to digital printing, but now their signs can include images, logos, whatever. That flexibility gives them a competitive edge, and Dan says they learned that during the recession.
1: Really, when the economy sunk, it's all these mom-and-pop stores went under right away, right. and that's you know right. what we would do the signs for.
0: In Chicago, Hand-painted grocery store signs had been the norm, but the business shrank dramatically. My sources say that today, there are only about 10 small sign shops in the city. A guy operating out of his basement, or a father and son team painting in their garage. Here's Carol.
1: It's sort of sad to see, even we feel kind of blue about the hand-lettering going out the door, because we used to rely on that. But,
0: again, they still do some hand-painted signs. Why? Well... Long-time customers want them. Plus, digital equipment and ink can be expensive. Painting a simple sign can be efficient and cheap. Here's Chuck.
1: This sign and and the item and price, I bet it'll take me maybe 10 minutes. What do you think? You want to time me?
0: (laughs) And according to Dan, in many cases, the hand-painted signs are simply a better product. Big stores don't always appreciate that.
1: I think it's just kind of one of those things, they fell in love with the large format, they thought they didn't need the advertisements in the windows and things like that.
0: But by keeping them in their repertoire, they'll be ready if hand-painted signs make a comeback.
1: And eventually ones will say, you know what, that was a good idea, let's go back to it and we'll start seeing them in the windows again.
0: And maybe it's already happening. Last month, an order came into the shop hand-painted signs for 16 stores across the Chicago area for a grocery store chain that started out as a small, family-owned business over 100 years ago, Jewel. After our visit, Kathleen says she found the human connection she was looking for, from the signs she notices during her walks to the people who make them. And she also likes the idea of a hand-painted sign comeback. I found it really interesting and encouraging as well, the way um, that they spoke about sort of the cyclical nature of things and how we have the opportunity to forget something and then relearn it um, and realize all over again why it's so great and useful and uh, worth loving. Reporting for this story came from me, Liz Stanton. Thanks to Helen Mary Sheridan for prodding Kathleen to send in her question. If someone you know has a question about Chicago, the region, or its people, be a swell pal and send them to wbz.org CuriousCity. Support comes from the Doris and Howard Conant Fund for Journalism. Curious City Podcast is supported by Goose Island Beer Company. Goose Island Brewers' curiosity drives them to reimagine traditional styles creating a diverse range of award-winning beers, including Bourbon County Brand Stout, Goose IPA, and Four Star Pills. More at gooseisland.com. We don't need to be the only beer you drink. We just want to be the best beer you drink.